Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, my friends, I'm so glad that you're with me here on another episode of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Really excited to bring you uh, a, just a great artist, Tanya Jackson, who is from South Africa, but is living in Oklahoma. And I'm sure there's a story behind that. So you're going you're gonna to get to hear it. But Tanya, welcome to the podcast. So glad that you're here. Thank you, Matt. I'm so honored that you allow us to share our stories on your podcast. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. For those who may not know who you are and and that sort of thing, why don't you let everybody know who you are, uh, what you're doing, that sort of thing. So I'm Tanya Jackson. I'm originally from South Africa. Um, I moved to America about five years ago. Um, I'm a full-time artist and just I love teaching art. I love creating. And yeah, I love the Lord. That's all part of the process of our creative process. So it's just combining everything in my life. I'm married to an amazing man, Chris Jackson. And um, I'm just so honored that he allows me to be who I am in this creative process. So good. So good. So how in the world did you get from South Africa to, I'm assuming, rural uh, Oklahoma? That seemed like a a big, big, was Chris involved in that move in in some way and and that sort of thing? Well, actually, no, that is a story in in itself. So Chris and I have been married for only about three years now. And I actually came over with my ex-husband as a ministry. Wow. Uh, We moved here. We were invited by friends of ours um, in 2008, actually. And just the whole process of waiting upon the Lord and when Mm. God's timing was right, we ended up. Um, moving here in 2015, yeah, yeah. 2015. And um, just the whole process of how the Lord t- took us through that and, um, yeah, c- going through the whole um, process of my divorce and being in the ministry and how mm-hmm. God just led everything up to this point. And, I mean, that's a whole story in itself. But just to know how He's back in South Africa, and we actually came over for him being in the ministry. And the Lord sort of just switched the whole process around where now I'm ministering and I'm part of this whole thing. And, you know, we might not think that God takes us on this road, but, and it's not for you, it's for someone else just to find out it's actually for you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing been, how God just uses every turn and every up and down things we never thought that we would go through, but he uses those for his redemptive purposes, even in the middle of, of difficulty, doesn't he? Absolutely. And just to see the growth process that he takes you through, you don't always yeah. see it in the moment, but coming through it, you go, oh, wow. Like you can see his hand in every little decision that was yeah. unfolding. So when did you start creating in in your life? Did you grow up in a creative family or? Um, 
Yes and no. My grandfather used to paint and um, my older sister used to be very artistic. And um, I actually wanted to become an actress. <laughs> and my father said no. So <laughs> I'm, it, it was also a God thing, I suppose. I woke up one day and I said to my mom, I'm studying art. I... I never did anything creative. I wasn't drawing as a child. I wasn't painting as a child. I just like, this is what I'm doing. And after my first year of study, um, halfway through the year, I was like, this is not for me. (laughs) I'm just going to leave this. And I actually went to a youth camp at that stage. And someone prophesied over me and said, the thing that you are thinking of leaving, God said, don't. I'm calling you. Hello. <laughs> so um, my actually my whole art career has been a struggle. I mean, we always think that, you know, doing these things, it's becoming, you know, like God's, God called you to it, therefore yeah. it should be easy. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, and I failed my second year of study. <laughs> and um, but by the end of my third year, um, I was based fine art student. Mm. And but something that switched for me in that time period, I had a lecturer that, and it's a lot similar to what you're teaching. You mm. know, she said, "Believe in what you believe." Yeah. Make sure that what you believe, you're standing for that, and be convicted in that because. Co- Studying that time, we just came out of the apartheid era in South mm. Africa. So yeah. there was a lot of friction among students and how we had to. And it was also very conceptual, which in Christianity and studying art, that's a very difficult thing to sometimes bring together. Right. So, um, yeah, I wasn't really artistic, but this was a call from the Lord. And throughout the years, I could literally see God's hand on every area of my life, because even in the town that I was in South Africa, it wasn't a creative town. But yet out of the 300 students that studied art, um, I was one of three that was still doing art and thriving in it. Yeah, I'm interested, you know, and. For you growing up in an apartheid era in South Africa and being a believer and then being an artist, which most artists, you know, we feel like we've got something to say with what it is that that we're creating. And now you you're understanding that Holy Spirit wants to speak to you as and through you as well. How did all that start to to really unfold in your life? Was that a part of your artistic journey as well, feeling like you wanted to bring the redemptive nature of God in, in your art, or I mean, I'm just interested in, in your thoughts on that. So that is also at one point, um, probably about five years after completing art, um, I was at a women's conference and um, I was just contemplating the whole thing about creating. And I said to the Lord, you know, I don't just want to be someone that makes pretty pictures. Mm. There must be something behind it. There must be depth behind it. So the Lord said something to me in that conference that really stood by me. And that's where I started creating from that atmosphere, if you can place it. Yeah. You, if you can say it that way. So the Lord said to me, um, everything vibrates, right? We all work with frequencies and everything yeah. in the earth has a frequency and 
he said every color has a frequency and he said when you create with the intention of your heart the minute that you put down the paintbrush your artwork continues to sing my song <laughs> i love it and that's that's where i started creating from was from this place that if i create with his heart his intention becomes my intention yeah. then whenever that painting hangs in someone's house it's his heart singing into their environment i just and love that, that. i remember years ago hearing one of my spiritual fathers ray hughes and then a, a friend of his that he introduced me to david vancouvering who's going on to be with the lord now but he wrote a a section in unlocking the heart of the artist the appendix to that that talked you know he was a, he was a uh, quantum physicist and researcher and all this and did all this research and teaching i mean was the kind of guy that when they would teach about that kind of stuff you know two minutes into it you're like i'm lost like i'm totally <laughs> i know this is the lord and i know it's really powerful but it's so deep and scientific that but this idea that that we all resonate i mean he used to teach this idea that it's the voice of the lord it's, it's the, it. his resonance that is literally holding everything together yeah. and that we we come into agreement with the sound of and the vibration of who god is and yeah. and the sound of his voice and the 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 energy of the glory realm i mean this is crazy stuff that we're just beginning to understand scientifically but it's like we literally resonate with the glory of god and, and like you're saying come into agreement and that whole s- section in unlocking the heart of the artist that was what that was about there was you know when you when we create art just like you're saying when we create art with intention and con- connected with the holy spirit and we put it out there it doesn't just sit there it continues to yes. move and and breathe and and resonate if you will with with the glory of god i just think that's so fascinating and, and powerful yes and also i think that what we sometimes don't realize is that every word that we speak echoes in eternity yeah yeah and our art becomes our voice yes becomes his voice so it's continuously an echo and i just love that i love that it it creates a freedom because when we're in this place of rest we're in his heart yeah so when you you create from that atmosphere of i'm already positioned within him then it's your whole being just becomes co-creating yes. with him. and that makes it easier it takes the pressure of performance yes we create from that place talk about that just a little deeper because you know i i'm a big believer i mean same thing you know create from that your position as a son as a daughter you know you're already in the beloved is we already have everything we need you know by by god's grace we receive it by faith and so we're we're walking as sons and daughters that are that already have everything that we need and and yet at the same time i think probably one of the biggest challenges that i see as i mentor artists in our mentoring program or you talk to them you know through podcast comments or whatever you see this pressure that so many Christians feel to make their art spiritual enough or God enough, or yeah. is it really prophetic or is this God or is this me? Or, you know, is this, this whole thing of, you know, I'm over here and God's over here. And 
I just did a podcast. I don't even know what number it is, but it was, I think we called it assume connection. And it was this whole idea of you're in the beloved. You're already connected. Holy Spirit is living inside of you. Why not assume that? Assume that you're already with him. But talk about this idea of, of being in, in yielded rest, because that is something that I, you know, you really seem to be very, very comfortable with and um and able to release the your art and your art process to the Lord without feeling all that, all that pressure? Um, it's a process, something that the Lord's been showing me, especially last year throughout um, my year of just understanding the rest of the Lord. So last year, um, my art used to be my income, my source, my providing aspect in my life. So getting married to Chris and him allowing me to just be whether I sell art, don't sell art, make art, don't make art. It it doesn't matter to him. Yeah. So in my mind, what ended up happening is um, I used to sit in front of my artwork and I knew the concept was wrong. I knew that sitting in front of an artwork with a th- mindset of I'm going to create this and it's going to sell and this person's going to like it you creating out of that anticipation mm-hmm. of creating for money mm-hmm. and I sat with the Lord one day and he said to me let it go and I knew at that point he said to me stop creating art and my first thought was but this is who I am <laughs> <laughs> and that's the issue, right? And that's the issue. <laughs> that's the problem. And with tears in my eyes, I remember the Lord took me through a process where he kept asking me, am I enough for you? If you never create art, am I enough for you? If you never minister, am I enough for you? If you never have food, am I enough for you? And I kept saying, yes, yes, yes. So God tested me on my yes. <laughs> and he said, let it go. And I cried, but I knew that I needed to. Because what happens with us is throughout our life, we have um, thought patterns and we are raised a certain way and we connect trauma to our lives and the trauma creates a thought pattern within our nervous system and the nervous system is looking for these patterns to follow and that's why even though I realized that my thinking was wrong I couldn't change it so I needed to change my whole let go of that pattern and come into a new pattern with the Lord so once I let go of my art and I just rested in him um, a whole lot of things opened up. And what happened is that we are taught in a lot of the religious structures that we have to go and pray. Right. We have to go and read our Bible. We have to go and do something with the Lord, which is all external things. But when we realize that the yieldedness goes inside, we communicate with him inside, we resonate with him inside, then everything on the outside becomes them mm. and he becomes brighter and so we we have this internal world where we resonate with who he is inside of us instead of performing on the outside to do something for him which is a ritualistic thing to right. achieve something else right. so that's that's been my present out of that process of just letting go of my art this whole other world of creativity opened up to me that i didn't even realize was there 
I love that because it's like so many times, I mean, I've had it happen in my life. The Lord will reveal something and then he'll ask you, are you willing to lay this down in order to go to the next place? And whether you do or not, whether you know you're willing to not determines the speed of your growth and or whether or not you're going to be, you think about the Israelites, they could have walked right through the desert, but no, they took 40 years around the same mountain. Why? Not because God wasn't willing, but because they just, they wouldn't yield, you know? So, but I love this when you yielded, now the Lord's doing an internal work. And now I think you said you went through one of our five day challenges or something like that. And the Lord sparked something really incredible. That was a total out of left field, but it's become something really beautiful for you creatively. So talk about that. So um, with with last year deciding not to do any art, um, I was following the five-day um, art challenge on Facebook, The Thriving Christian Artist. And I'm like, well, I'm not painting, so <laughs> I don't exactly know what this is going to yield. Yeah. But on day three, um, I can't exactly remember what we were, what you were talking about, but there was this light bulb that came on. Mm. So over the last couple of years, I've been connecting and studying quite a bit into anointing oils and why do we use anointing oils and what's the purpose of the fragrance. Right. And throughout this process, I started creating prophetic perfumes. Wow. And I, I was looking at it more from a place of this is a company and I was struggling to balance everything. And throughout that process, I had this like, aha moment but at the same time like how could you not have thought of this and god said that is your creative process wow is creating prophetic perfumes is a process of creating with a different fragrance a different frequency a different resonance and it shifted so much so my actual painting now has become my hobby and I'm creating and establishing this business in prophetic perfumes. I just love that, you know, because for anybody out there that is, you know, trying to figure out how this whole prophetic creativity thing works, I just call it see and agree. You know, you see what is God saying in line with your uniqueness, and then will you agree with it? And if you say yes, then he can, it opens up this opportunity for him to, pour out ideas and revelation and opportunities and resources, relationships, all this sort of thing. And that's what you're starting to see. You're just connecting with the flow of heaven. And so I would imagine as you, and we've not talked about this, but I would imagine as you are stepping into this, you're probably feeling a lot of freedom, a lot of grace, a lot of momentum, because that's usually what happens when we start coming into agreement with, with what God has for us. Yes, absolutely. There's a a flow, like you said. And the interesting thing that happened as well is I wasn't creating art, but I was selling prints. Where previously I was holding on to my art so much, I wasn't selling anything. Wow. Like nothing was moving. So letting go of that, the Lord's taking care of it. Yeah. I don't have to promote it. I don't have to... um, be on Facebook and create all these art things, he's taking care of that side and people are finding me in strange ways. <laughs> and, and even with the prophetic perfumes, I, I'm, I find that people are discovering it and I'm not even promoting a lot of it. So yeah. it's exactly this, is when we align with heaven, heaven aligns with us. Yeah. And this, this 
field opens up and something that's interesting about artists um, i've noticed that you don't just do artists while you do worship and music and stuff like that i used to say to all my students when you create open your field up as wide as possible Mm. do as much creativity as what you can because all of it is connected in some way form or manner it's all connected and you can then flow in which avenue comes in the moment. And when we learn to flow in that, that's the alignment with heaven as well, I believe. I just love that because I think think most artists would, I heard a word years ago called polymath, which is this idea that, you know, we all like lots and lots of different things. um, And I I really think that most artists deal with that um, and are, you know, I'm always teaching artists from a, a business standpoint, you know, it's it's great to focus on one thing to develop mastery and that sort of thing. But it's like I've always been a worshiper, been a basket maker, been an artist, been a writer, been a whatever. And just like you're saying, there there's in, in all of my life, I'm, I've usually been doing all of those things. And I love that, you know, let yourself be and do the thing, everything that God's got on you. And at the same time, there are these seasons. Like, for example, you went through a season where your painting was primary. Now you're yes. in a season where these perfumes and these scents and all that is is primary. It'll be interesting to see what the next season is, whether, you know, there's a because usually what happens and I've, I've, I'm kind of in this in my life right now. I'm in this kind of season of convergence where all of these mm-hmm. individual seasons I went through now have come together yes. in this really holistic, uh, you know, expression of my life, which is a whole lot of fun because you feel like, oh yeah, I get to do everything that, that I love and I'm doing it at a level of, of mastery and, uh, competence that is, you know, that I can be in the marketplace and and do what I do. I just, I just love that because it is about, you know, embracing all of who we are as creatives and also at the same time, recognizing the season of focus that we're in. So, yes. And I think the, the, the thing is the the more we allow ourselves to grow in these areas of our lives, the more Christ-like we become. Yeah. Because yeah. He, he is all of it. So it's not either or, it's all. Yeah. And I think some <laughs> I think sometimes in our life we think that if we let go of the one thing, we're letting go of it, and how are we going to bring that back? And it's right like you're saying, it's that you're all of it. And um I think sometimes we we think, like for example, the the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, to me, it's not gifts; it's manifestations of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit because it's as we need it at that time. Yeah. And I think with our creative gifts, it's exactly the same because it's it's an expansion, it's an extension, it's an expression of who He is through us. So if we allow all of these components to come into our lives, it's all Him. Yeah. And um, we grow and we extend. And it, it's it's the same with me. The more I've opened up myself, even to the prophetic perfumes, it's learning who I actually am, who I am in him. By discovering these oils, by discovering the perfumes, the fragrance, it's him, but it's me. Yeah. And discovering what that means, I can now give that to someone else. And I think that's what's important is just to open ourselves up and flow. Let it happen. And that's the beauty of the kingdom. And I can be fully who God's created me to be and uh, and fully embrace the uniqueness that was his idea 
in the first place. And yes. uh, the more that, what is that, that beautiful quote by St. Irenaeus, the glory of God is man fully alive. That is, wow. as you are fully who God's created you to be and fully doing the things he's put on your heart, that is what brings glory to God. And um, Tanya, I love that. You are a wise young woman who is, is walking in a lot of really, really great things. I know that folks are going to want to connect with you online, on social, on that sort of thing. So where's the best place that, that they can connect with you? So um, my art is um, Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A-H dot art. And um, the perfumes are unveiledessence.com. Awesome. And we'll be sure to put both of those links inside the, um, you know, the show notes here and uh, grab links to your social media and that sort of thing as well. So folks can connect with you. But Tanya Jackson, thank you so much for being on the program today and, and sharing your incredible journey. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for the opportunity to share my story. And I, my prayer is that it will touch someone's heart and that they would discover Christ in them through my story. Well, hey, friend, I hope you enjoyed that uh, episode with Tanya Jackson. What a power-packed episode. You know, as we were talking, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, this is like we didn't plan it. But like this is so much of, of the theme of my first book, Unlocking the Heart of the Artist. And just walking in a healthy identity with the Lord, renewing your mind, getting into alignment with who God created you to be and and uh, in everything that the kingdom has for you and realizing that the the work that we create as artists uh, has power, that God induces in his, his power uh, in and through what we do, not only through our lives, but through the work that we create. And I want to encourage you, grab a copy of Unlocking the Heart of the Artist. We actually did uh, last year in 2021, we did a 10-year anniversary version of that book. There's now uh, the print version, the audio version, and the Kindle version. You can get all of those by clicking on the link that's right here uh, in the show notes. And I know it's going to be a big, big blessing in your life. Well, hey, my friend, thanks so much for being on with us today. I hope you'll keep listening. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to like. Be sure to share. And until next time, remember that you were created to thrive. All right, bye. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.